Warmest greetings to all in the blessed name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Before we go further, let us turn to God and ask Him for help. Let us turn to God in prayer. Eternal Almighty God, even as we ponder upon your great love towards us, Lord, we cannot but acknowledge that we have been very ungrateful, unfaithful people. Even the hymns that we have sung, Lord, tells us so. The great love, the great sacrifice that you've given unto us, but Lord, how cold is our love towards you. We pray, O God, that this night you would stir our hearts afresh, Lord, to desire to live lives that would truly be obedient to you. And to begin with, to make sure that the Beatitudes are truly present in our own lives. And Father, we pray once again for the thorough cleansing and washing of all our sins. That this night, Lord, of coming before thy throne of grace to receive your word and to pray for your kingdom and for each other, Lord, will be found pleasing to you and you would be in our midst to bless. And Lord, we pray now that you remove all distracting thoughts. We pray that, Lord, young and elderly alike would understand your word and that each one of us would pay attention because we desire, O oh God, to live out these beatitudes whatever age we may be. We ask and pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Meekness. Meekness is a mild temperament, not easily provoked to anger, to outbursts. Meekness is a sign of self-control, all right? So now we studied what are the characteristics of, or rather the meaning of meekness in significant detail last week. Now this week we want to see right, the examples, the examples of meekness and then therefore ask ourselves, in our lives when we face these situations, what, is it, what does it look like to be meek? What are responses of the meek like from scriptures? All right, no use studying, understanding, being able to define this beatitude of meekness, but actually leave this place, go to work, go to school tomorrow, um, do things at home with our family members, and have no relationship to what we learned from God's word about meekness. All right, maybe I ask make sure we have some other, some more definition. Um, Benedict, what else have you learned about meekness last week? A gentle spirit, all right? Very good. No matter what the situation is, there's a gentleness, all right? Gentle, gentlemen, gentle women. Anything else? Um, Ichung. All right, very good. All right. A meek person is not only be able to bear offenses, all right, but it's just naturally not quarrelsome. Not quarrelsome. Not someone who loves to pick a quarrel, always um, finding ways and means to um, irritate others, or just, just always quarrelsome. All right, good. Now, anything else, uh, Wei Chen? What else did you learn? Yeah. 
Not not what? Okay, very good. Now, meekness does not mean weakness. Meekness does not mean mute, being mute as well. It's a muteness, all right? It's not mute or weak, contrary to what people think. In fact, um, it is being able to deal with things. There are times that we need to deal with things. We need to respond. But it is not with hostility, not with um, vengeance, not with... Um, 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 seeking to cause injury to others, all right? So even when you need to respond, you are like that. Now, we, we describe, I describe the word used for, in the New Testament, especially in the, for the Greeks. What would conjure up in their mind? Um, last one, um, JB, do you remember? The Greek, they associate this word with, with something. Don't remember. Okay, uh, Jemima? All right, okay, okay, JB, you refer to your notes, right? Let's try Jemima first. Because it's a very apt picture, all right, of what um, we Chen just, just described. Very good, all right? This word is often used um, to describe the taming of horses, horses. So, um, they're all the Greeks, they have many sports. One of it that they love is um, horses, all right? Horse com using horses for competition, uh, for battles and all that. And they will go look for such horses in the wild. They are very um, discerning. They know which horses are very strong, all right? Very strong, very powerful, um, has very um, good character in terms of um, perseverance and all that. But these wild horses, they do not know how to control their, their strength, all right? So they capture them um, and they tame them. They're not taming them to make them useless, all right? To have um, no strength. They want to harness that strength. And when they tame them, um, when the horses are able to be tamed, then they learn to control their strength. They learn to work with other animals, all right? In games, in sports, in battle and all that. But they are very strong. They know how to control their strength and use their strength, all right? So that is this word, meek. All right, that will conjure up in the minds of many. So it is not um, um, a weakness, it is not uh, being mute, it is strength under control. That is what this word conjures up. All right, so those are the examples. Now, we want to see that um, those are the um, description of the traits. Now, we want to see then this showing up in scriptures. And then if we are in such a situation, how we must remind ourselves, am I being meek? Am I exhibiting this beatitude at home, in school, all right, at work? Always asking myself, am I responding like a meek person? Now, we will look at Christ first, all right? Of course, the place to start. Now, there are many verses, so tonight is a bit of an exception. Now, I want to print out the verses so that we can look at them straight away. Now, Christ, Christ displayed this Characteristic of meekness, not reviling. Well, let me read this first now. First and foremost, scriptures tells us the description of Christ. Now let's read Matthew 21, 5 together, reading. Tell ye, the daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a coat, and the fall of an ass. Now here, Christ is described as king, 
a person in absolute authority, all right? But yet, the characteristic tied to him is, your king comes to you meek, meek. So Christ is meek. Now next, now we learn. First Peter, let's read together. For even here unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to that judgeth, to him that judgeth righteously. All right. Then last one. Father, uh, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And departed his raiment and cast lots. Now here are a few things that we learn. First and foremost, we are told Christ is meek. Then we are told by the apostles, when he suffered, when he was reviled. Now, that is a test of a meek person, how you respond in such situation. And God says he set an example for us. What are the things? Well, first, he reviled not when he was reviled. He reviled not again. He did not retaliate in a way which, which basically, um, you, you abuse me this way, I will abuse you this way in return with words, for example, all right? When he suffered, he threatened not. Now, sometimes when we are under threat, all right, and suffering, we will use threats to make others frightened, all right? Christ had all the power to, to demolish the people immediately, but he did not use threat. Even when he said, don't you know that I can send angels down, legions, to destroy all these people, he was not using it as a threat, all right? He was telling them, this is how I'm controlling myself, how I restrain myself. This is the example of a meek person. I can do this, but I will not. I will not, all right? Committed himself to him that judges righteously. In other words, now he learned to submit and um, trust in the one who judges righteously. I don't have to keep fighting for my rights. Understand that. He is God. He has the right to, to retaliate. He has no sin in him. But there are times when, well, we just say God knows, and that is enough. All right? Now, what are then the lessons to learn about him also saying, Father, forgive, forgive them? Now, these are some of the traits. I want to draw them out. All right? Then later, we put the whole picture together. Then we ask, am I a meek person in those situations? First, reveal not in return. I've mentioned that already. All right? So, for example, someone calls you stupid, all right? Young ones in school, someone calls you stupid. What are you going to do? What do you say? You are doubly stupid, all right? Or whatever you do. And maybe at the place of work, um, if someone calls you names or falsely accuses you of something, what do you do? Take revenge. No, he commit himself to him that judges righteously. He did not seek to take revenge, okay? Now, then another thing we, we also see, he forgives injuries totally. Father, forgive them, right? Completely, totally. He did not hold grudges against them, but a complete forgiveness, desiring that they would be saved, right? It's not, well, Father, you know, punish them a bit, right? But it was a total forgiveness, desiring that they would go to heaven, right? Meaning to say he holds no grudges at all. So when, when, we learn from Christ. These are just some examples. Imagine Christ, God himself, standing in front of 
the people that spat on him, that called him names, that uh, made fun of him, turned him into a fool, put garments on him that turned him into a fool and all that. But yet, he spoke with them, all right, in a way that um, desires for them to know God. All right, we'll see more of that later on. So these are some examples. Now, so remember Christ, our King, Christ God is meek. How can we dare say that we don't need to be meek? Now, the next one. Now, let's look at Moses, all right? Moses. Now, Moses. Now, this is a very long passage, um, but I just want to call out a few. Now, we know the story, right? Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses. Meekness is always tested when people speak against you, especially when people speak against you and you are not in the wrong, all right? That's the test. Now, speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman, right? And then they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Now, first thing, all right? Hath the Lord spoken only indeed by Moses? Meaning to say, he's, they are challenging Moses' authority. They are saying, Moses, you are not the only one that, that God, God uses. Now, then he said, Hath he not spoken also by us? You see, jealousies. Sometimes there are jealousies, there are envy, and then people behave like that towards you. Now, how are you going to respond? Now, it is here that God said this. And now, let's read verse 3 together. Now, the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Moses was very meek. Meekest man on earth. Now, this is not our... our um, um, description. This is God's description. It means God sees Moses' heart. And God says, this is the kind of man that Moses is. Now, a few things that, that we should learn. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron um, and, uh, and unto Miriam, Come out, ye three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation. The three came up, came out, and the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. Can you imagine? God himself came down and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came. Now, and we know the story, right? So God says, I'm the one who appointed Moses, and um, I'll speak through Moses, and so on. Now, then it says this, the anger of the Lord kindled against them. Wait, before this. Now, it says, and the similitude of the Lord shall, be, um, shall he behold. Wherefore, then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Now, imagine this, all right? I'll just keep reading. Imagine this. So, someone just abused you unfairly, all right? And then your boss comes into the room, okay? And then your boss takes your side and says, how dare you do this? It's not his fault. I'm the one who appointed him, all right? So, all these people are um, in front of you. And then this happened. The anger of the Lord was kindled upon them. Now, and then... Um, the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Now, I want to say, I want us to notice the meekest man on earth. What was his response? Now, he says, Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, Heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. All right? And he says, well, if, the, if a father is but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. Received in again. Not cast her out forever. Get rid of her. Yeah, she deserves it. All right? Now, you imagine that situation that I just described, all right? The situation I, I just described. What would you normally do? Maybe you ask the young ones in class. 
someone accused you, and then your teacher stood in and said all these things to defend you. Okay? And then the teacher said, all right, I think we will throw this kid out of school and forever let this kid have no education. What will you do? All right? Some of you in your heart, yay! You know, revenge taken. Now you know who I am. A few things to note. Number one is Christ King. Moses, God himself personally said, I appointed him. And he's the one who can even have a view the similitude of me. That is the kind of closeness I have with Moses. People in great authority, in great positions, but yet this is the meekness that they show, the response. So that is how we must remember the most difficult time to be meek actually is when you are in a position of power, authority, higher than others, right? Maybe at a place of work, um, you're the manager, right? You're the boss, you're the teacher in school, you're the, um, um, you're the head of the home at home, right? Now, when you're in that position and people um, revile you, right? Say evil things about you, especially untrue ones, the tendency not to be meek is very high. So God here shows that example. Now, what can we learn about some of these examples here? Now, we can draw this. Moses prays for them. Moses prays for them. Now, just like Christ on the cross, he prayed to the Father, forgive them. Moses also prayed, forgive Miriam. Put her through this chastisement, but let her return. It means desires good for others. It's not a vengeful spirit. A good, now, the, now that boy is kicked out of school. Good, now my, my colleague can get fired. All right, now serve them right. It is never this kind of spirit. The meek person never displays or exhibits or even have this bone in him. All right, this vengeful desire, um, revenge. Now, maybe siblings at home, all right? Your brother or your sister bullies you. Then after that, your brother or sister get, gets it from the parents. How do you feel? Now, I'm not saying that they should not be punished, all right? Um, even Moses acknowledged by the law she should go through some form of punishment, right? It's not that they should not be. But it is a desire for others to um, desire good for others. Right? When, the, when your brother or your sister comes out from the room, what do you do? It's a few right. Or you reconcile and once again um, play together, right? talk, um, be kind to one another. Maybe even when your brother is in, or sister is in the room, right? going through um, a timeout, and then you're eating biscuits, daddy and mommy gives you biscuits, what do you do? You keep one in your pocket for your brother or sister when they come out. It's that kind of spirit. Do you understand the picture now? Knowing the definition is no use. But now you see the actual response of people in actual situation, very, very um, real situation that we would probably have behaved very differently. Same at the workplace. Your colleague, they got caught speaking evil of you. Um, then your boss finds out, your boss takes your side. What do you do after that? Now, she, he seeks to reclaim others, turn them to God. I'll give you an example later on. Moses. 
Now, the people murmured against Moses. They are famous, all right? Always murmuring against Moses. Saying, now, what shall we drink? <clears throat> now, again, when they, when they were abusive, when they were blaming him, what shall we drink, you know? Um, complaining, murmuring, he cried unto the Lord. God killed them all. No. All right, he cried unto the Lord to help them, all right? To help them. So that is a meek person. Now, and said, if thou, and after that he turned to them and said, no, and, and, and reviled them and shouted at them and um, scolded them and um, 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 made them look foolish and stupid. No, and he said, that's all. He said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and so on and so on and so on. All right? They murmured against him. He was one man trying to lead them through all this. He did not ask for this job. All right? God appointed him. He was doing it for the sake of the kingdom. And that's it. So sometimes it is like that. You're doing something because someone asks you to do it. Then after that, remember even then, they were pleading with Moses, take us out, you know, help us, help us. And when he does it, he, they begin to blame him. So, so very often it's like that. Parents, do you feel that way? God used you to bring the child into this world. You give your all to feed them, care for them. And then they are always complaining and murmuring against you. Children, do you know how wicked that is? How would you feel? Well, it's easy to respond in anger. Right? Come here, I'm going to cane you. I'm going to say something about that. But his desire is always pray for them and help them to get right with God. Now, with that principle, maybe I'll ask you one thing. Maybe i ask parents, all right? Um, those that, that will still be caning children. May cane them still. All right, um, maybe Lipe, all right, Lipe? Um, all right, Stephen looks very worried now. Right, Stephen is very naughty, all right? Then you have to cane Stephen, okay? Um, not the first time, right? You don't, the moment he does something wrong, he gets caned. But he repeatedly... Um, 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 is rebellious repeatedly and keeps disturbing you and keep um, doing something that to irritate you, all right? Then finally, you, you can't take it anymore. Now, after tonight, you learn about, about um, meekness, right? All right, so maybe ask both parents together, right? Now, what will you do? Should you say, oh, we should be meek, all right? Don't get angry and don't deal with it. Just like, is that, is that the lesson? Yenwei first. No. Then what is the lesson? Will you still cane him? Yes? <laughs> yeah, that's a very fast answer. All right, why? Because we saw Moses, they said, yeah, he, he did something. Um, uh, she did something that is wrong, okay? And he even quoted the law, right? According to the law, there should be punishment. All right, but what is the difference now, all right, when you, when you punish um, him? Yes, I mean, we don't talk about what he did wrong, all right? Now that you need to deal with him, but what is the lesson about meekness? Okay, I'm very meek. Ding! Tap, tap, <laughs> Can I hear? What's the lesson? Maybe ask Lipe. From Moses. Let me just learn, all right? Maybe I'll show you. 
Very good. It's not to cane him in anger. You see, the meek person does not respond in anger and vengeance. Remember that, all right? So that's the test. And it's very easy for parents, all right? I even heard of parents who say, we cane or we wait until the cane breaks, kind of thing. Um, but the key thing to ask is, why are you doing it? What is in your heart? How are you behaving? Moses never, um, in these situations, at least at this, this point, in this few situations, he did not explode, all right? He prays for them. He deals with them. He desires for them to be reclaimed back to God. So even when you chastise, that must be very clear in your heart and your mind. All right? Not in anger. All right, now after you whack the kid and you feel good, finally I let out my anger and I let off some steam kind of thing. All right? Then you know that it's wrong. All right? The Christian should never behave that way. Um, so it's not just the control of the emotion. It's also the control of your response. Again, all right, so just in case Stephen misunderstand, <laughs> caning needs to happen if it needs to happen. But the response is that. Even when an adult, all right, keeps irritating you, all right, maybe you're a teenager or maybe some adult um, at work keeps irritating you, keeps doing the same thing to, to taunt you and all that, even when you have to deal with it, the thing is this. Sometimes, look at the way Christ responded. They tried to tempt him. They taunted him, all right, they were abusive in their words towards him. They did it again and again to want him to respond badly. But Christ was the perfect example of meekness. He will ask them questions in return. All right? He does it with a clear purpose, right? to make them see their own sin, to make them face their own sin, like the woman caught in adultery. All right? That's what he does. So sometimes you may ask a question in return, but it's not to ask it in return in a, in a way that is abusive, retaliation, make the person be embarrassed, ashamed. I think it's a very common response sometimes in anger, in an email, all right, in a, in a text response. And then we have to ask for forgiveness. That is not how we should respond. So sometimes we may respond that way towards our spouse as well. Yes, you may need to deal with the situation where the person has come to a point where, where has pushed you to... to to limits. And even at that time, the meek response, as you see from Moses. Now, show you another example of Moses. Oh, I didn't copy that. When, I didn't copy that. Now, when they, they challenge him also and say, you know, did you take us out here to die? I didn't copy that. Did you take us out here to die and our children to die of thirst? You know, it was a very terrible thing to say. Moses himself was also going through difficulties, right? Now, when you are at the limit, and when you look at Moses at that time, what did he do? Also, turn to the Lord in prayer. Also, turn to the Lord in prayer. All right? So, that is our response. So, even if you need to deal with something, you need to ask a question like Christ, ask a question to put the person into place. It's not done with vengeance, anger, sarcasm, um, abusive response, all right? It is always to solve something. Draw your child to God. Draw your colleague to God, all right? It could be another Christian as well. It could be your spouse. So I think this is something that, I mean, everyone here, you have parents, right? Everyone here, you have children, 
not everyone, right? You, those who are married, you, 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 have, husband, you have spouses, um, you have children, those of you who have children. Now, these are situations that God says we must show meekness in. Now, another example, now we move to here. Now, what about the apostles? <clears throat> what about the apostles? Of course, there are plentiful of examples. But I want to see, to help us to see when we are in such a situation, how, what is it real? What is meekness really looking like? Now, apostles. Now, First Peter, now let us read um, uh, together. Not rendering evil for evil. Oh, sorry. All right, let's read together. Um, and not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. But contrarywise, knowing uh, contrarywise blessing, knowing that you are there unto called, that you should inherit a blessing. Now, this is one example. So, now imagine when someone does evil towards you. Not the Bible is not talking about um, um, like disturb you and make you irritated. This evil, someone do something evil against you. Railing for railing. Now, railing is. Um, abusive words or can be even actions, um, um, injurious words or actions, all right? Uh, or, or even just simply um, loudly um, um, scolding you or unfairly treating you, all right? But I say now, in those situations, let me ask you, um, maybe I ask um, who? Uh, Jennifer. When, some, when your sister right, disturbs you, does something evil towards you, falsely accuses you to daddy and mommy, and, um, and always shouting at you abusively, what does God tell you to do? Say again. Not to retaliate, not to get angry. We learned that already. You don't want to say it. <laughs> you know, but you don't want to say it. No. What, what does this verse tell us? Very good. But means this is a um, but contrary-wise. The opposite of how we will behave. God say, but contrary-wise, instead of giving, returning evil, instead of returning railing, you return blessing. Blessing. Now, Peter was the one who gave the example of, of Christ, as we studied First Peter, right? Christ, the perfect example of how he responds in situations. And here, he are talking, he's talking to Christians who are grossly, grossly abused, killed, maimed, properties taken away, used as, their bodies used as street lamps, burned alive to light up the streets of Rome. Now, he's talking to this kind of people. He's under this kind of situation that God tells Peter to tell the Christians who are going through that to render blessings when their persecutors render them evil, when their persecutors will against them. All right? Standing on the street, shouting, and you Christian, come here, you stupid, you whatever it is, all right? And then put them in front of them and beat them for no reason, just to make themselves feel good, evil. But yet God says, how do you respond? Render blessing. So another thing that we learn is not just being, it's not just not responding in a hostile way, not just retaliating with vengeance. It is also something that is even more difficult to do now. You learn this. Render blessing. Like I said just now, 
So when your brother or sister comes out of punishment, you actually kept something for him or her. Right? Not to encourage the person to continue to do evil, but that is your showing that, you know, I forgive you. I forgive you. Same at the workplace. Are you a meek person? Meaning to say, when someone does evil against you, speak against you um, falsely, what do you do? When the person says, I need help. I'm in trouble. I need help. I don't know how to solve this problem in this project. What are you going to do? Time for me to get even. Render evil for evil. All right? And go and tell the boss, railing for railing. This guy is stupid. I don't know why the company wasted money hiring him. All right? yeah, I want you to tell you what he told me. He doesn't know how to solve this problem. Right, that's how stupid he is. Railing for railing. All right? So, but God says contrary blessing. Yes, come, I will help you. All right? I will help you. We are called to such a life. Meekness. Blessed are the meek. Now, the next one. Quickly. Now, here Paul was caught, uh, was, in, uh, was brought before Festus. And look at what Paul, what Festus said to him. Um, okay, let's read. And, and as he does speak for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad. Now imagine in front of you, and he makes sure that every, all, everyone can hear with a loud voice. You experienced that before? At the workplace, your boss shouts at you. You made a mistake. Paul didn't make any mistake. Eh? Um, or you did not make any mistake. All right? And then your boss wants to embarrass you. Your colleague wants to embarrass you in front of everybody. Oh, do you know what this person did? Eh? That kind of thing. Our parents, I hope you don't do that in front of a child. Right? In the shopping mall, I want you all to know how stupid my child is. That kind of thing. Well, doing this kind towards you. Now, what is the response? Hang on, how dare you say this? You're saying everybody can hear me. I make sure I shout louder than you. Festus, you are the one who's stupid and mad. Are you going to do that? Look at Paul. But he said, no, he retaliated, no, he shouted with a loud voice. And no, but he said, I am not mad. Oh, most noble Festus. He was not trying to be sarcastic, right? Sometimes we can say that, but we are sarcastic. I want to say this. Now, meekness is this. Meekness, just now we learned, is not holding grudges in your heart. Okay? So we can say, oh, noble, or we can, we can say nice things. But as long as there is vengeance in your heart and you are saying things out of sarcasm, doing things out of um, uh, sarcasm, it is not meekness. Please know that. So, so sometimes at home, husband and wife can be quarreling, but you don't hear any loud voice. Very good at insulting each other in a very soft way, right? That's wrong, right? Between friends as well. So, he said, I am not mad. He just want to, he replies and says, I'm not mad. Most noble Festus. He still held Festus because of his position and held the position in respect. Right? It was still respectful. Now, children, sometimes your parents may do something to embarrass you all right, on purpose. I'm not saying you imagine they're trying to embarrass you, right? So, of their sinful, fallen um, moment, and they did that. Mommy, daddy, you know, and you should not do that, all right? You say, oh, most noble mother, <laughs> most noble daddy. Right? It's, a, it's a heart of a house. You're still respectful. Now, that is how we realize how, is it very difficult to be meek? It is. It's easy to learn all the definitions and be able to say it, but in that situation, 
how are you going to respond? Boss, you know, I misunderstood. Are you like that at work? Now, but speak forth, or maybe wife at home, right? Your husband came home and said, what is this at the top of his voice? I told you to clean the, the, this thing and you, until now you haven't done it, right? But your husband didn't know that you were busy bringing the child in the hospital the whole day and you, you don't even want to disturb your husband at work. And then you came home, you just reached home yourself and then he does this. What is this? What kind of... And then you start to scream to make sure your neighbor hears what kind of husband you have. Do you do that? Children, do you scream as loud as you can so, so that your, your neighbor also know what kind of parents you have? No, you know, he just, and he said, I am not man. No, husband, this is not what you um, understand it to be, right? Husband, right? lovingly, dear, lovingly still, okay? No, no, you misunderstand, you stupid man, or you, you stupid wife, you know, that kind of thing. Sometimes we can be, um, behave like the world. Now then, now, and, and he continues, then Agrippa said unto Paul, because of Paul's response, he said, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as I am, except this bond. You see, you see his response, you see his intent, the intent of a meek apostle. I would to God that not only you, but also all that here. These people falsely accused you. This accused him. These people falsely brought him before Festus. These people who are responsible for his bonds now, the only thing that he wanted to say loudly was the gospel. The only thing that he wanted to say loudly was the gospel so that he said, not only thou, but also they, all they that hear me this day. Hear me shouting back at you and, and proving you wrong and making myself feel good? No. The, his, his aim was to reconcile them to God, always for the good. See, a meek person is like that. Under whatever situation, your heart and your mind is very intent on helping the person not to continue in sin. Your husband is behaving wrongly. It's not to then um, retaliate and then he retaliate and cause each other to sin more and more. It's always to help each other get out of that sinful situation. Same between um, friends, all right, singles. Always in that manner, get, help people to come to the right understanding and do the right thing. Right? So he, that, was what his, that is all he cared about. So unfairly treated. Now, so here, apostles, I think some things we can learn. Not revengeful, right? Not revengeful, not railing in return. I think this is one thing that most of us are really um, probably very weak at, all right? None spared from that. When someone rails against you, um, abusive towards you, not railing for railing is something we must learn and say, Lord, I must be meek, right? Mild in response. But returns evil with good instead, all right? So now you learn. It's not just simply, I control myself. The thing, it gets more difficult. God makes it very clear. But contrary wise, not evil for evil, not railing for evil, uh, railing for railing, but contrary wise, a blessing, right? Answers honorably. One test is to answer honorably, but not with malice. You can answer very softly, hey boss, and then your intent is to say, 
hey boss, then you say how stupid your boss, you are boss, and then you say this kind of thing. So sometimes we can be like that. We say, we say something nice in order to show people how stupid the person is. All right? You're the boss, how can you be so stupid? All right? So honor, answer honorably, but, and not with malice, but with mildness. Right, handles affront, your self-control, calm coolness, desires to reclaim abusers to God. Your husband, your child, your spouse, your friend um, is, is, is um, causing you, is saying wrong things about you and all that, then your aim is to reclaim them to God. All right? Okay, now, then lastly. All right, actually, I won't go further because next week, we will continue to learn, now, what about in situations that we need to respond? What should we do when we need to respond? Now, let me just summarize today, all right? I want us to be, have this picture in our minds so that when we go away from here, it's not just a set of definition. Now, first, response, responses of the meek, all right? In fact, this is the title for tonight, right? Responses of the meek. Try to draw something to help you put it together. Now, first, all right, it is always the intent. There must be a clear intent. The meek has intents in their heart, all right? Um, reclaim, restore, all right? Reconcile, all right? To people, to God, and to you. If you want to be made, you look at the Bible. You see, the reason why they, they can control themselves is because they have a very clear intent in their mind. It's not to make myself feel good by shouting at you. It's not to make myself feel, feel um, um, validated and um, feel good about taking revenge. It's never that. It's, they always have this in mind. That is why they can control themselves. All right? Now, Number two. Um, now this is um, actually we haven't learned that, right? Next week, next week we will learn that. Next week we will learn two more things. There are two more intents in the heart because the question is this: Now, when you do need to respond, why do you respond? Okay, but we do learn this week, right? So we have two two more things to learn. If you need to respond, what are your intents? Because sometimes you have to respond, right? You have to. Now, then we can see without revenge, all right? We can see um, without railing, all right? Shouting, abusive language, um, insulting. So you may not be shouting, but do you know of people who are very good at saying things? Then you listen, then you go home and say, hey, hang on, I just got insulted. <laughs> Right? Some people are very good at that. They, they use words and all that. So not, not that kind of attitude, all right? All right? Um, um, without anger, all right? That's why it's called mild. There's no there's control of anger. And then remember, forgiving. Forgiving in the heart. No grudges. At the point you've already forgiven the person before you respond. That is how Christ was. That is how the apostles were. That was how Moses was, all right? Already forgiven them before you respond. The last one. I want to ask you this. You tell me. What's the last one? Something that we never realize is part of the meek. The meek's behavior. Jillian. 
learn too many things tonight, right? Need to digest. One, come on. Okay, last one, just one minute. Um, Cornelius. You forget the behavior. Uh, Han. All right. Um, Contrary-wise, blessing instead. Sorry, actually, I forgot to add that. Very good, all right? So there's a very good one to include. All right? These are the responses. There's the intent and there's the response. Now, one last one is very something that we seldom think about. John. Don't hold grudges. Okay, um, all right. No grudges, okay. Jonathan, uh, Benedict. <laughs> no, Benedict. Uh, Kelvin. So, are long enough? I ask long enough when you finally get the answer. <laughs> all of us do that, all right? Uh, Kelvin. Okay, look at your notes. No? Come on. Michelle. <laughs> Very good. All right, pray. Pray for them. Seldom is something that we seldom would do. Christ on the cross, how did he display weakness? He prayed for them. Moses, when they, they reviled him, when they abused him, when they threatened him, he prayed. He just went to God and prayed for them. All right? So, and then in, in Apostle's heart, he was also the same. He may not say he prayed, but I would to God. Or in his heart, in his heart he said, I desire, I would to God. He turns to God for them. Remember our theme this year? It's something that we often do not relate it into many things in our life. Pray. Do you know that this is the most difficult, this is the greatest test of meekness, that you actually pray for the person. It is proof that, it is the proof of all this. I should draw it this way. It's the proof of all this. Not pray God, God kill them, that kind of thing, all right? There's a place for imprecatory prayer, but you pray for them. With a genuine desire that they, that they will turn to God, that they will stop sinning, pray, okay? All right, so now the, there's an intent of the meek, always very clear about this. Next week, you see two more intents when you have to reply, and what are the responses? Test ourselves today when we go home, because that is the response of the believer on earth. Blessed are they, all right, that are meek. For they shall inherit the earth. What does it mean? Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we pray, O God, that as we study the Beatitudes, we'll not just have head knowledge and technical terms, being able to define what meekness is. But Lord, we really need to display it genuinely, sincerely. And deep down in us, we don't have a bone of um, um, retaliation in us. For this is what you desire of your people on earth. Lord, if we were to show this, we would truly show that we are the children of God. So help us, O God, as we will be tested as parents, as children, as students, as working persons in this world, know to show whether we truly embody meekness of Christ in us. We ask and pray that you meet with us in the place of prayer. Be merciful, O God, for we can do nothing without you. And there's so much to be done for you. Hear our cries. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.